What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another edition of the DNVR Rams podcast presented as always by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app. Download the app today and use the promo code DNVR when you sign up. All right, y'all. It is late night Wednesday when I am recording this. Uh, just wrapped up a disappointing Nuggets loss. The Avs lost in overtime as well. It's been a rough stretch for me as a sports fan. I mean, the Utah State game was tough. You guys know I'm an Alabama guy. They lost to Tennessee. Uh, the Broncos lost in overtime again. Nuggets just completely laying an egg. It's, it's, it's reminding me that sports are mostly pain. But the Rams do have a very winnable game coming up on Saturday. Timmy Chang and the Hawaii Warriors coming to town. I'm going to preview that matchup a little bit on this pod, and then I'm going to play an interview with Timmy Chang from Mountain West Media Days in Las Vegas. Uh, that was in July. If you've read the feature I wrote, I mean, you, you've already heard you know, the, the majority of it. You get the gist of it at this point. But I was just able to pick Timmy's brain on you know, the decision to go back and, you know, lead the program. Obviously, it was a no-brainer to take that job. But, you know, I asked him just his, his opinion on CSU, the facilities, what it was like. They were obviously under unique circumstances as far as the recruiting calendar went. And Timmy gave some insight into all of that. There are a couple questions asked by uh, Ryan Thorburn. He covers the Wyoming Cowboys. And it's an open media session, so you can kind of like walk up and participate in the different media sessions. But if you hear a voice that you don't recognize, that's not mine. That's not Timmy's. That's his. He does a great job covering Wyoming, by the way. So worth your follow if you want to keep up with the rest of the league. My guy, Cody Tucker, one of my best friends in the Mountain West. He does a phenomenal job as well. 7220 Sports. You can go check that out. All his content is free. He does a great job and a cool dude. I mean, it's one of those where uh, we're on opposite sides of the rivalry but we both followed these programs, you know, our entire lives. We appreciate the history and the connection and, and all that. You guys know how I feel about the border war, but let's try to get back on track here. Uh, bring it back to this Hawaii matchup before I start to preview that. NBA fans, the wait is over. Basketball is back. So tip off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 NBA money line bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Check this out, though. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlay. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, place a stepped-up same-game parlay today. With bigger payouts than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA. If you want to bet on Jokic to 3P at MVP, you can still get that with some juice. The book likes Embiid and Luka Doncic and Giannis better. It's amazing how international the game has become. Really, really cool. I personally love the Nuggets over on their win total. I just think as long as they can stay healthy, they have a terrific starting five. I know it was not a great performance against the Jazz tonight, but it just kind of felt like one of those games where they thought they were going to walk in there and cruise. They definitely have more talent. Utah punched them in the mouth. The second unit played terrible for the Nuggets. It's a tale as old as time. They'll bounce back, but yikes. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DNVR. Make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code DNVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, this will be the 27th all-time meeting between CSU and Hawaii. The Rams currently lead the all-time series 15-11. They're 9-3 in Fort Collins. It's, it's a matchup where the home team typically comes out on top. 
And given the travel circumstances, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, Hawaii tends to be really solid at home and they tend to struggle on the road. It's, you know, pretty simple. Having said that, as we all remember, Hawaii did win the last time they came to Fort Collins in 2018. They won a 43-34 shootout. Then last year, they won a 50-45 shootout. Funny enough, though, the CSU quarterbacks in those last two games have actually set the uh, school record for passing yards in individual games. In that 2018 matchup, KJ Cardis Samuels finished with 537 passing yards. That's the most all-time in a game, 34 of 50, 537 yards, five passing touchdowns, one interception. One of the games where Preston Williams also went off, he had nine catches, 188 yards, a pair of touchdowns. The problem was that CSU had no answers for Cole McDonald. If you remember him, he was that kind of swaggy quarterback, always rocked the visor, uh, the dreads. He, he was exciting. It was, I mean, they constantly kind of went back and forth between him and Chevin Cordero, and Cordero is, you know, now at San Jose State. But McDonald went off in that one, 26 of 37, 418 yards, three passing touchdowns. He also had 13 carries for 96 yards and a pair of touchdowns. So those two quarterbacks combined for 10 touchdowns in that game. I know I've thrown a ton of numbers at you. So just to reiterate, despite the fact that CSU has lost back-to-back shootouts, their quarterbacks have gone off. In 2018, KJ set this school record with 537 passing yards, also had five touchdowns. Then last year, in a losing effort, the Rams, you know, fall on the island to Hawaii, 50 to 45. Centeno throws for the second most yards with 527. He also had five passing touchdowns. The history says there should be an opportunity to throw the football this week. And this has been, you know, a Hawaii defense that's really struggled. But actually, I mean, they've they've been a lot worse against the run so far this year. They're allowing opposing running backs to go for 5.9 yards per carry and giving up 211 yards on the ground per game. They've been getting gashed on the ground, you know, week after week. And CSU, these past couple of weeks, they finally got their run game going with Avery Morrow, back-to-back showings for him with over 100 yards. You know, he had a great touchdown run, CSU's first rushing touchdown of the season. It seems like there should be an opportunity for Morrow to have another big week, and there should be, you know, maybe you can get Ajon Vivens in the mix as well. Obviously, the Rams want to throw the ball, but I mean, if you can go for six yards a pop on the ground, you should just do that all game long until they prove that they can stop it. And if you can do that consistently for, you know, multiple quarters, it's just going to wear them down and open up opportunities to stretch the field in the play action as well. The hope is that you'll have Clay Millen back. You know, he's been able to practice this week. So all signs are encouraging that he'll be able to go. I'm sure there'll be a little bit of rust there, you know, might see him miss uh, a couple of throws early on, but just from what we've seen so far this season, the the passing offense has by far been the most efficient when Clay is on the field, and the numbers really aren't even close. Did have a tendency to hold on to the ball a little bit too long, and you know ultimately that's kind of what got him roughed up in the first place, and you know took some unnecessary sacks. That was one thing that Pooler did really well is he was he threw the ball away a couple of times, just lived to, to fight another day. But the offense is just always going to be limited when you don't have your starter in there. You know, they were talking to Matt Mummy. You know, he explained how, you know, there were some instances where if Clay would have been in the game these last two weeks, they would have checked into something different based on the look that the defense was giving them. They weren't able to do that because they were limited, you know, with what they could go to based on the inexperience, both, you know, at starting quarterback and the receivers that they had. 
you know, all these freshmen playing for the first time. Clay's so much deeper in the system though at this point, and he should be, you know, he's been in the system for a year longer than everybody else. It just, it gives you a lot more opportunities and, you know, he's, he's looked the most comfortable back there. Clearly you don't want to rush anything, but it would just be really beneficial if you could get him some live game reps before the Rams have to go on the road to Boise and San Jose state Two really quality defenses where, you know, if you're rolling in there with your backup quarterbacks and a limited playbook, it's probably going to be uh, really lopsided. So we'll see what happens there, but I, I imagine clay is going to play, you know, as, as far as the passing offense goes, you definitely need to get Tory Horton more involved first game all season that he didn't have any catches, did have a couple of drops last week. So it wasn't, you know, as if he didn't get any targets also drew a, a crucial pass interference, but I mean, if it's a better place ball, it's going to be a touchdown. So again, you know, they just, they need Millen back. As far as the guys you should know on Hawaii's side uh, in the secondary Malik Hausman, Arizona transfer has been solid. He has three picks. KU transfer Verdell Edwards. The second has a pair of picks as well. That's something that'll be interesting to monitor. What type of, you know, transfers can uh, Timmy Chang land in the portal moving forward? I mean, I can't imagine it's, it's hard to sell living in Hawaii, especially if it's only like for a year or something. It's, it's so expensive to get there. I do think it's probably hard for them to get some people from the the mainland, just given, you know, families, they want to be able to go watch them play and stuff. And, you know, it's, it's not cheap to get there, but guys with only a year or two left, I could see it being a popular landing spot, especially with Timmy Chang being so likable. And, you know, if they start being competitive, you know, they, they tend to play power five schools in the non-conference slate. So they have an opportunity to get some exposure. I mean, it could, it could just be a place that really, lands a lot of high profile recruits in my opinion, especially from the transfer portal. Speaking of which, it, it wouldn't shock me if Melquan Stovall ended up at Hawaii. His brothers played there. It also wouldn't shock me if he ended up back at Nevada though. Anyways, little side tangent there. Uh the offensive guys that Hawaii has that you should be aware of, I mean, first things first, you gotta look after their running back, Dedrick Parson. He has four hundred and seventy two rushing yards this year, uh, going for close to five yards a carry, but he has 10 of their 12 offensive touchdowns. Dior Scott is a solid veteran receiver, been there through multiple staffs now. He leads the team in receptions, but they do do a really good job of spreading the ball around. Seven guys with at least 10 catches this year. So, I mean, Timmy Chang getting that vertical passing game going and then, you know, attacking up the gut. It's very similar to what, you know, CSU would love to do as well. But like CSU, you know, they're still kind of inconsistent in the passing game. So we'll, we'll kind of see how that one plays out. It could be a fun matchup. As CSU defensively, I mean, you just you want to do what you've done in these conference games. You're second in the league in scoring defense. The tackling has been really solid. That's been great. They've been limiting big plays. The pass rush has been tremendous. They only had one or two sacks in that last game, but they hit the quarterback a bunch of other times. Mo Kamara has been a man on a mission. CJ Onyechi's looked good. Now we're seeing some of these other guys starting to pop, you know, Baratow and Mukendi Wakalanji. I mean, there, there's a lot of really intriguing guys in the trenches. Daquan Jackson, Cameron Carter have been playing some of the best football of their career. And then in the secondary, you just have Howell and Blackburn playing out of their absolute minds. Aiden Hector has been terrific at the nickel. Uh, Hector and Howell have been getting a lot of love from pro football focus, unsurprisingly. You know, at, at the corners, it's... It's not been great, but I do really like what they've gotten out of Chiggy. I think being able to play Angel King, you know, either at nickel or, or corner is really beneficial. 
And although he did get called for a, a pass interference call, I, I feel like Greg Lede, when healthy, has been effective. So, I mean, this is as good top to bottom as TSU's secondary has looked in probably close to a decade. And it's the best safety tandem that the Rams have had since Sonny Lubick, at least. I I loved Trent Matthews and, and Kevin Pierre-Lewis. Don't get me wrong. KPL, those guys could lay the wood. They were not nearly as effective in pass coverage or as well-rounded as Howell and Blackburn are. Those guys could lay the absolute wood. But you can put Jack or Henry anywhere on the field. You know, you can put them down in the box. You can put them in the slot and coverage. You know, you can play them deep in, in coverage. They're just so effective. Hopefully they can keep it up because, I mean, what we're seeing from this defense has been really encouraging. What we're seeing from Freddie Banks has been really encouraging. I was excited about the hire, you know, when they brought him over from Montana State, just looking what he was able to do there. But he does a really good job of identifying, you know, the plus traits with these guys, what they do best, and putting them in situations where they can, you know, be uh, able, you know, to, to use those skills. Sometimes, you know, you try and make players be things they're not. And, you know, Freddie's whole thing is like, I don't care if you can't do everything, but if you can do one or two things really well, we're going to get you to do those one or two things because that's going to help the team. He's just a stud. Definitely a rising star in the coaching ranks. I mean, his ability to, to game plan has been super impressive, but what I've been even more impressed with is just how he's been able to adjust on the fly. I mean, when teams start doing things, he does a really good job of, and been like, all right, this is what you're trying to do. We're going to take it away. And we saw it, you know, in that Utah State game, they started to move the ball a little bit. And really that defense in the fourth quarter, they locked down and started to get after the quarterback. They started containing him. The players deserve a ton of praise for their effort. Don't get me wrong, but that's good coaching as well. All right, just some final thoughts on Hawaii before we get to that interview with Timmy Chang from the summer. Uh, they are coming off of a 31-16 win over Nevada. As I said earlier this week, that was a tough spot for the Wolfpack to be in. You know, you play the CSU game and the UNLV game are the two biggest games of the year for them. You lose, you know, a really emotional one. You lose on a walk-off in your own building after, you know, all the build-up. We all know the storylines. To then turn around and have to go, you know, on the road for a late-night game on the island. That's that's about as tough as it gets. I mean, that's that'd be like if CSU lost the border war you know, on a walk-off in their own building. And then the next week, they had to go travel to Hawaii. It's just recovering from that emotionally is hard and everything else that makes it a tough trip. That that, that was just like a guaranteed loss, given, that, given the circumstances there. Their stud running back did go off, though. Dedrick Parson had three touchdowns in that one. So again, you know, the Rams, they really got to limit him, kind of try and force Hawaii to have to beat you with their passing game consistently. That's the hope. I mean, sometimes you say that and then they torture you at the passing game and you're like, well, that backfired. But I like CSU's chances in that scenario, just given the talent they have in the secondary and how the pass rush has just been tremendous. I think you could really be overwhelming if you can, you know, make them one dimensional. At one in five, I mean, you know, we pretty much know that the odds of making the postseason are are not great. So I don't know if it'd be fair to say it's a must win because if you lose, I mean, it's like, all right, well, you, you it just means you can't reach a bowl a little bit sooner. You know, that gets determined, you know, a little bit sooner. But I do think it would be big. I think you need some home wins just to feel good, you know, in front of the crowd with the community. 
and you know to keep everybody engaged you know especially these veterans i've got a lot of love for daquan jackson you know cameron carter ajon vivens gary williams these veterans that have chosen to stick around and those guys deserve some feel-good moments at the end of their careers after everything they've been through and, and they've just they've stuck with csu they've bled green and gold through all of it and it would just be really cool to see them you know it go out with some wins, you know, maybe get the bronze boot back, you know, air force is really solid, but they're up and down every week. So who knows, you know, maybe you could steal one there. If your defense is able to play tremendously and you can get some things going offensively, their defense has a lot of veterans air forces that is, but it's, it's been rocky at times. They did absolutely stifle UNLV last week, but there's some opportunities here, you know, to just go out feeling good going into next season you're going to have an opportunity to recruit, you know, a ton of talent. You want to see some progress as well and, you know, improved, you know, chemistry and rapport with the young guys, the guys you're going to build around moving forward. But I don't know, just sentimentally, after everything these these veterans have been through, I would just, I would love to see them get to go out, you know, on a couple of high notes. And again, I, I don't think it's going to happen. I really don't. But weird stuff happens in college football. So if you win this one, you know, maybe you can steal one in Boise next week, win it, even if it's a fluky, who knows? Then all of a sudden it's like, well, now we only got to win three games. Weirder things have happened in college football. I mean, a couple of years ago, Wyoming was sitting at two and four. They won four straight to, to close the year and finish six and six. I mean, it's, it's possible. It's just a shame that one got away from them last week. That one stings, man. I just... If you could have had a three-game winning streak, you know, going into Boise, confidence is is crazy. It it does some things to you. But such is life. They got an opportunity to respond with a win here. Uh, let's get to that interview with Timmy Chang. Really appreciative of him for spending some time with me out at the Mandalay Bay Resort and Casino in Las Vegas. Again, this was at Media Days in July. We'll have a virtual media day tomorrow, actually, for basketball. So we'll get an opportunity to talk to Nico Medved. Obviously, it's been a lot happening, you know, with, with CSU. The Isaiah Stevens injury is is devastating, but there it's also an opportunity, you know, for some young guys to step up. So it'll be interesting to get his perspective on all of that. Uh, before I get to this interview with Timmy Chang, Game Time is the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. Have you ever dreamed of sitting in a seat you never thought you could? 50-yard line, maybe. Courtside, behind home plate, floor seats at a concert, you name it. It's possible with the Game Time app. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found on the seats you thought you could never buy. You will not find a better deal this season on Rams tickets than you will with Game Time. It's created by the fans, for the fans, and they guarantee the lowest price. If you love DNVR, then you'll love Game Time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. Additionally, I want to tell you about a product I use literally every day. I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted to be healthier. I wanted an optimized immune system, more energy. And I don't like multivitamins. I don't like how they taste. They generally make me nauseous. I've been on AG1 now for over a year and I love it. It doesn't taste like it's, you know, one of those health shakes or something it doesn't like chalky or, you know, got a bunch of weird stuff. It's a mild tropical taste. I look forward to it every day. You can put it in your water. You can put it in your orange juice. 
It's 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. It's a great way to start your day right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, aging, all the things you should probably be worried about. And what's cool is it's affordable. You know, it's less than $3 a day and you're investing in your health. You know, that's cheaper than than getting uh, coffee or pretty much anything these days with fast food prices are insane. This is the the pure opposite of fast food. Shouldn't have even brought that up. It's lifestyle friendly. You know, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan-free, dairy-free, gluten-free, it's got less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, no artificial anything while still tasting good. Tons of people take some type of multivitamin. It's important to choose one with high quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do, go to athleticgreens.com slash rams. That's athleticgreens.com slash rams. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right. Without further ado, that interview with Timmy Chang from Mountain West Media Days. You know, just first things first... I, I, with it being, you know, your, your program, your hometown, you're the QB. I'm sure it was a no brainer, but was there a part of you just that you came over to CSU with Jay and all those guys that were like, I, I don't know if I want to leave now. Or was it just kind of like, <laughs> I got to do this clearly. Well, it was a, it's a little bit of both. Right? Um, you know, as, as, you know, as we left Nevada, there was about eight days and we were recruiting calendar left. And so, you know, we, we went, we went and hit the ground running. And and Scoop does, you know, we could have signed a lot of guys, I think probably the whole class at the time, but we, we signed 22, you know, on that first signing day. And, you know, we hired Freddie after his, you know, after his January game. And, and um, you know, you, you know I'm, I'm getting ready to buy a house in Windsor. And, and uh, you know, it's all these things are happening. And, and then here comes, here pops this, this job open. And, and uh, you know, me and Jay talked about it, and, and he's like, "You gotta take this," and, and 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 rightfully so. I mean, these these jobs are hard to come by. Oh, yeah, you know, um, just being a position coach and, and being at this level is hard. But now you're talking about you know the pinnacle of your profession and being a head coach. I mean, you know, you don't pass these opportunities up, as, as regardless of what the situation looks like from the outside. And so. Um, grateful that I took the I took the job and, and started January twenty first and, and and no hindsight of it. Um, and I tell people, you know, at Colorado State we recruited the way we did and and got a whole bunch of guys to come in for the first day of, of school. Um, but you know, getting hired at the time that I did in January, it's a different it's a different recruiting landscape. You know, yeah. so you know your problem solving and the things that you need to do, you just got to think outside the box a little bit and and and, and to make some choices that that'll help put your your team position to win. And so, you know, for six months we've done that, and and now we're here uh, and our first my first meeting day. I know, uh, I know your focus obviously now is, is solely on Hawaii as, as it should be, but just what was your impression of CSU for the, the time you were there, the facilities? Yeah, the- it was awesome. It was great. Um, the people were great. You can tell the fan base and the community wanted to win. You know, we were there for, you know, at Nevada, we were there for the last game of the season. 
um, and, and, and really when we got in there um, <clears throat> in December, two weeks later after the last game, and you know, we saw the facilities and, and then we immediately started, you know, we had official visits on that first week. You know, loved it. Got to meet, got to meet some of the people in the community. Uh, got to meet some of the, you know, the athletic programs, the, co the other coaches. You know, do different things, and so, you know, it was awesome. You know, my uh, Roddy was my favorite basketball player. Yeah. I got to see. I see him one time. I was like, yeah, that's my that's my guy right there. And so I see him doing well in the summer league, putting up twenty points and stuff. Um, but you know, it was all it was it was an it was an awesome experience for me and and. You know, my family never got there, but, you know, we're excited to, to be a part of the community and, and, and be a part of the, the building program there. You mentioned that Jay said, you know, you've got to take this job. Was that kind of the, the sentiment amongst everybody on the CSU staff and then the players too? I'm sure like this is this is what a what a great opportunity for you. Congrats. Like nothing yeah. negative there. Yeah, it, 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 it's not. You know, some some situations are and, and this one's not. I mean, it's. It's, it's it's understandable, right? It's uh, you know I, you know I'm from I'm from there, played my high school ball there, had opportunities to go to a lot of different schools, you know, and and I, I decided to stay home and, and represent you know my community, my state, and um, you know now 22 years later, you know I, I think about the decision I made then and why I made it is now why we're here is, is I didn't know I was gonna be the head coach, but I knew I wanted to live in Hawaii eventually. And, uh, and here I am. And so it's, 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 it's amazing. It's, it's humbling and, it's, and I'm very grateful for it. I don't want to take up too much of your time here, but just real quick, the, there was so much intra-conference transferring in the Mountain West this year between I mean, the Nevada guys and but Utah State and Wyoming swap quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. Is that weird for you? Like as somebody that played in college football even not that long ago to see how much the, the game has changed and the, the movement and the lack of allegiance i guess I, I think so but i think it starts at the top too you know i think it starts with with, with coaches moving yeah. and, and then it starts there when, when coaches moves you know you know you, you gotta you gotta think that when we when we recruit these kids and we walk into their homes and we tell their parents that we want the we want them to trust in us give us your child we'll we'll develop them we'll build them we'll we'll help their future um you know they they trust us and, and when you pick up and move and leave you know um, you know and here comes who enters a new coach you know then sometimes it's not their guy you know sometimes they don't have that relationship that you guys build and maybe maybe that person that now coaches doesn't see the same thing that coach that recruited them and so here makes way for all the different things that are that are in place and and, and, and it gives the kids the opportunity to do it. And I know, you know, going in conference and those things, but, you know, a lot of kids from, you know, some kids from Nevada transferred to Colorado State and, and, and because of the relationship. Yeah. You know, and they trust Coach Renell. They trusted me. They trusted Coach Savage. They could trust, you know, Coach Billy Bass and Coach Mommy and, and those things. And so, you know, you get you get the, you get that aspect and piece of it. Um, but, but you know, there's, you know, there's, there's, a, there's another side of it where it's, it's almost – agency yeah you know what i mean and so um that, that's 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 kind of the the other dark side of it i guess you know was that validating for you individually as a coach that all those guys you know they want to stick with you and come over and yeah playing for you you know they it, it it is i mean it's it is it is because you know they you know they trust you you know, they believe in you. They know that you, they know that you're going to get them to where they want to be, um, you know, at school-wise, football-wise, 
professionally, you know, you can develop them into that. And so that, that was humbling. And, uh, and then, you know, and, and, and I mean, they got, Colorado State got some good receivers, man. They got, we, we you know, we, we, done a great job so those are my guys and I love them and I love that staff and so what's my game gonna be like this year oh man it's gonna be wild I guess you know <laughs> you know but um but it's gonna be good you know me and Jay I mean I and when you talk about mentors and, and people that you have in your corner Jay's one of them and in, in the five years I've been with him in the fire and um you know we're building the battle program and and, and to where we're at now I think uh you know, it's our relationship's unbelievable, and and I, and I love all those guys and that staff. That you know, spend a lot of time with those guys. You know, six months out of the year, it's seven days a week work, and spend a lot of time with them, and you get to know the families and the people and stuff. The relationships you build is unique, and it's and you know, I love those guys. And for three hours, we're gonna have to go at it, but after that, you love them. What's uh, what's your offense gonna look like at Hawaii? Ah, uh, fast, spread, up temple. You know. Um, you know, but young. I mean, we got we got a lot of young guys. You know, are, we got different areas that are are really, you know, grounded and feel good about. And there's other areas that, you know, a lot a lot of a lot of production left. Yeah. You know, through the transfer portal. So we got to get better, and um, and we just got to keep working. And those guys will get better. I used to cover Oregon and that 2014 team that played for the championship. Arguably, their two best players, obviously, are Mariota and DeForest Buckner. I mean. There's so much talent in Hawaii. Yes. Speaking of relationships, just being from out there, mm -hmm. playing there, how much do you think you can help keep some of those guys home? And then on the other end, guys that, you know, maybe go somewhere else and want to transfer home mm -hmm. can come back. How much do you think your background can help? I think build a lot. It that way? I think, I think, I think a lot. I think my story tells it all, you know, um, you know, I had the opportunity to go to these different places and, um, you know, I decided to stay home. You know, I decided to represent state. I, I felt like, you know, I, I, for me personally, you know, playing for the state as well as, as, as being a hometown guy, um, you know, it, it kind of doubles your value a little bit. You know, I, 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 I sell this in recruiting is that, you know, four to five years, you know, in four to five years, football is not, after that's not promised. And so, you know, when you, you stay home for the state, the state should take care of you. And then they do, you know, they know you, they know who you are, you're an hometown kid and, and it's so rich in talent. So, you know, if you can get to the NFL from Hawaii, then why not? And we've had a bunch of guys like that made it to the NFL from Hawaii, high level players, you know, all positions. And, and if they can make it from Hawaii, then it just adds more value to their stock because now you're from home, you know what to expect. You're, you know, I'm putting you in front of CEOs and business or union leaders. And so um, just the whole overall perspective of it, you know, if you want to live here, you should stay home and play. What's the biggest, I guess, step you want to take year one as you build this thing out? Um, you know, I think... Uh, you know, I look at our team. You know, I look at our team, and, and the same thing we talked about, and in, in not being able to recruit a bunch of guys. So we walked in the spring of what we had, and then uh, I look at our team now, and it's a lot, it's a lot different team. And so for me, is is trying to cut the learning curve as quick as possible. You know, we're picked last in the conference, and, and that's be, you know that's because of the lack of experience. So any way possible that I can cut the learning curve and put those guys in position to succeed is is what we're going to do.
Um, when you were, you know, setting the records, slinging around, that was kind of the old school whack, you know, great battles with BYU and so forth. How do you kind of see the Mountain West right now in this landscape with all the tumult going on in the Pac-12? You know, the Mountain West is as tough as it's ever been. It, it's, it, I think it's the best group of five conference. And, 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 and every week, you know, you're seeing these teams, you know, they'll go out there in the, in the non-conference games and, you know, they'll beat up on, they'll beat up on teams, you know, and what, what they call the, you know, the power five. And, and then we'll come in and play the schedule that we have. And there's no easy win. You know, they're all, these games will all be close. They'll all be tough. But they're coached really well. The players are really developed, you know, and, and they get the best out of their guys. And so I expected, I expected to be the same, you know, the, the whack and the Mountain West at the time, you know, is just competitive, yeah. competitive football. I think, you know, CSU's new stadium probably helped attract Jay and then and San Diego State's really excited about their new stadium. Just with your new stadium out there on the horizon, how much can you build towards that new home? Yeah, you know, it's it's going to be nice to have a nice thing to, 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 to stand up and say that's ours. And so, um, you know, it, it'll, it'll help. You know, it'll help it. It'll help recruiting. It'll help more overall. It'll help the state because the state's going to use it to, you know, to put on events. Like when we used to have the Pro Bowl, we have concerts, different sporting events that happen there. And so um, it, it'll be a great thing for for the overall state. As a, as a quarterback, what's your quarterback situation? That's kind of where you have to start other than the defensive and offensive lines. Yeah, that we, we picked up two transfer quarterbacks, uh, one in spring and one in the summer. Um, need to let them battle it out. Uh, Shager has some experience um, from the past. Uh, we played against him in Nevada last year. Um, so, you know, there's guys in the room that can compete and do it. We just got to give those guys the, the chance in these uh, in these first couple of weeks of training camp to, to see what they can do. And you know, whoever distributes the ball the best and, and, gets, and gets the ball down the time makes great decisions. That's the guy that we're going to go with. Scummy like Martin Scarelli, turn jam into jelly, then drink it like juice. But water's the truth, so I sip on that too. Skinny looking kid with no car keys, like the only thing I drive is RCRV. He's got the stash like Steve Harvey. Oh, I'm gnarly like non